Hello, this is Norma Sheehan from the Heal Your Hole podcast, asking you to heal my hole for a change. The hole in my pocket. It's just a small one-off payment, no subscriptions, takes 30 seconds to do apparently. So you need to follow the support this show link in the show description. And every payment increases my healing power. So I can continue to tend to your lazy holes, hairy holes, needy holes, itchy holes, money holes, smelly holes, arseholes. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello and welcome to episode number 21 of the Heal Your Hole podcast with myself, Norma Sheehan, where we will look at all the various holes in your life, physical, mental, spiritual, emotional, financial, comical, sexual, and we give them all a good seeing to. Last week we spoke to uh, Susan O'Driscoll, um, Susan Bradley, she's now known as, and we had a great laugh about assholes and it wasn't all about, it wasn't at all about the anus at all. It was just about various people you meet in life who are assholes and this week I'm doing birth holes and I'm going to keep it clean again because uh, nobody needs to hear about my fangita so I'm going to start with an interview which I did with um, a fantastic woman she is my late mother's cousin and I know some of you feckers might make it to the end of the podcast sometimes so I'm going to put this first because it's so gorgeous and it'll just give a flavour of all no not a flavour of birth holes um, a taste no not taste of birth no just uh, anyway It'll, it'll describe all the different birth holes over the last number of decades because she worked in uh, nursing and worked as a midwife and various things over many decades. So have a listen. So I'm here with my nutter of a relative. She is my mum's cousin, as I was saying. No better woman to talk to about birth holes. So um, how many how many years did you work in the, in the nursing profession, Kay? Well, I suppose I started training way, way, way back. And then I did, that was uh, general training. And then I did midwifery. and uh, Midwifery. 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 I'm a midwife. Yeah. And then I uh, did a little bit of oncology and uh, took off to America for a while and then came back and spent 40 years locally. Right. Until um, I retired. When you came back, was it mainly midwifery? No, it was a general hospital that I was working in. But having had midwifery, I was the midwife on call. So I did ambulance work. And if a lady arrived in, you know, that uh, needed an ambulance to take her to a maternity hospital, I, if I was on duty, I was the one that went with her. And do you have any funny stories from back in the day, like when you started off nursing? Well, I suppose we were very naive in those days, starting off young after coming from boarding school. There was one night where uh, there was an assignment to give suppositories to a particular gentleman and a colleague of mine um, was on the ward and uh, she was very frustrated about it all. But she wasn't really sure about these suppositories, where they should go. And uh, anyway, she ended up... um, putting one in each ear for the gentleman in question. <laughs> so, <laughs> then she checked because she found that they weren't dissolving. So, <laughs> so we, we, came, we came to the rescue. We had a little conflab and we all agreed that it was the wrong hole. It wasn't the ears. It was meant to be. We could do a whole separate episode on suppository 
so she's stuck two gooey suppositories into his ears. One into each ear. Yeah, yeah. You know, they were either disarena or something. They, 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 they dissolve, you see. That's what, what suppositories do when they go into the right place. And how did she, did, was she trained? Was she, was she thick? Well, you see, we only had six weeks of what they call block. And then we were straight onto the wards. We were very, very naive. But on night duty, you were kind of to your own devices, you know. Well, there was a lot expected of us on night duty because we were, you know, we had to get on with it. Like, you and were did, on your own you on know the way that's all paperwork nowadays? Would that have gone down in paperwork? Like, you know, Well, not reports? really. No, no we no. had to write a report, report and in a book. And then the book, in some words, they... Uh, the senior would come on in the morning uh, usually it was a nun maybe and uh, they would take the book and you got very good at reading upside down because you had to remember what you wrote about your 28 patients the night before Oh wow Yeah Well there was another another case of a, a lovely colleague of mine she was a girl from Kerry she was absolutely gorgeous and she uh, you know sort of used to sometimes stand if you like she would be on the corridor and when the particular sister would come along she'd say have you nothing to do what are you doing standing there and she'd say no sister yes sister she'd say get in there and clean the men's teeth and uh, she delighted with the job so oh, she stop went it. in You're going the to false clean? teeth oh because they all had false teeth well not all but some had so yeah. she collected a, got a basin yeah she went up and down the ward collected anybody that had teeth put them all in, went out to the sluice room, scrubbed them all, had them all shining, delighted with herself and then went back in and suddenly realised she didn't know who's were who. So she had to say, before the nun came back to us, will you try these? Please, come on, try this. <laughs> oh my so gosh. eventually the men were great. <laughs> the patients were great. <laughs> How did she get the right teeth back to the right well, well, with a lot of difficulty, but eventually. Oh my God. <laughs> and you got them all back before the, the, the bossy bitch came back? Oh, she had to, it was a case of that or, you know, you were... So there was no there. COVID back then? It was just stick it in your gob and stick it in the next gob? They, were, they weren't worrying about passing on <laughs> no COVID-19? COVID, no. But they were all clean now. They were all sterilised. <laughs> okay. So back to um, the, the midwifery. Mm-hmm because um, this is birth holes while we're on mad stories any other mad stories from, from birth holes birth holes well again we when we started our, our midwifery we were um, qualified now at this stage as general nurse so we thought okay. we knew it all so yeah. you knew what the various holes were for you weren't sticking suppositories into well we, yeah, we, were, we had come a long way <laughs> at this stage <laughs> but we were back to student days because we were now a student midwife right okay. so you had to start from the beginning again which was kind of good training I suppose really but um I'll always remember um, I was on uh, prenatal, which is, you know, before birth. Yeah. And uh, we had a wonderful um, lady who was our sister there. And uh, she <laughs> she uh, had a um, good training, but she didn't uh, she didn't sort of suffer fools too easily. Right. Anyway, we had a lady and on one occasion I remember taking this lady in the lift um, up to the labour ward. She was in strong labour and a colleague of mine was at the other end of the trolley and um, the lady uh, at the lifted her head and she looked up at the other nurse and she just said, um, nurse, I'm, I'm terrified. And uh, my friend said, you'll be fine. You'll be fine yeah. now. You'll have your baby before long. Yeah. She said, no, no, it's not that. She said, I, I, I don't know where the baby is going to come out. And she, I said, my, my, my friend was totally... Do you mean like C-section or natural? Uh, natural. She was going for a natural birth. She, she was in strong labour. She was probably right. a few centimetres dilated. Oh, so she wasn't asking stage. you whether it was going to be a C-section or... A, no, no, she was asking where the baby would come out. 
And my friend was absolutely flabbergasted and, and she couldn't really hack this at all. So she looked at the lady and she said, what? She said, you're going to have your baby. She said, well, it's going to come out exactly the same way as it went in. <laughs> I don't think the poor lady was any the wiser, but we, we were with her in the labour ward and oh she was, was almost she there. Or was, was it just very... She just didn't know that was how it was in oh those days, God. really. She was funny, you know, like there were others the same. What age was she They used know to about? think she came out belly button. Came out the belly button. Yeah, yeah. In some cases, you know, a lack of really information knowledge, and yeah, knowledge yeah. and... Um, oh, that's just hilarious. It was sad, really, in one way, but it was funny at the time. We were very young, you know, as you can imagine. And how would you compare that now to the to the women nowadays who know, like, too much about birth holes and they're, they're crying because it doesn't come out the right hole. They're going, oh, this wasn't how I planned and expected. And they get all this, they get down if it's not natural. You know, if it's if there's a change, a plan on the day. Yeah. Women, women feel like failures. Well, babies come when they're ready and babies come the best way. And with all the great care that there is in maternity now, obviously you have to be, um, you know, totally confident in your obstetrician or whoever is delivering the baby and it is mainly nurses that deliver midwives that yeah. deliver I mean now you can do midwifery without doing general training you know you can just uh, train yeah. as a midwife yeah. but uh, it's because it's not an illness yeah. you know it's quite natural quite normal to totally have no we were all we were all delivered by the jubilee nurse at home she, that's the, the, the jubilee nurse she was the midwife who was kind of in the community and delivered half of half of every town you know wow. she used to cycle on her bike and go and what just arrive called? The midwife, the Jubilee nurse. And did, did you deliver yours at home with the Jubilee? No, I had. I went back to my place of training to have mine. <laughs> was that some crack? And that was some crack. Yeah, it was. I remember sitting, lying on the bed. I was brought in to be induced on my um, second baby and sat up with two women, uh, four women, um, sitting on my bed, on my legs, across the main one woman expecting twins uh, we were watching The Deer Hunter until something like two o'clock in the morning because there was a television in the little room I was in <laughs> oh my God. and uh, yeah I had um, I had my both of them all natural yeah wow okay wow yeah. yeah I never managed to go natural but I tried I tried yeah I don't yeah. think there's, there's there's not as much patience nowadays for waiting for the baby to come out natural I think well I don't know you know we're gone back here uh, where I live now to um, there's a particular nurse here doing home births again okay yeah well we used to do home births was that the Jubilee woman no well oh. the same sort of thing but she's a midwife who will deliver at home if you decide to have your baby at home yeah and what, do you, make, what do you make of the water thing so having lying in a bath of water yeah, what you... yeah well that's you know that's the birth thing they use that in, in the hospitals okay for oh. some people yeah, 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 they do, yeah. The birthing, the birthing pool. Yeah. Yeah, it's supposed to help. Well, I mean, babies are swimming in amniotic fluid inside so at the moment. It'll, so it'll help it. If you're in it, the water, it might help it, it works for some. get out of that hole. Yeah, yeah. Right. But but going back to the jubilee nurse, when, when I was in midwifery, we had to have like 38 deliveries in the hospital and you had to have three or to five deliveries in the district. So we used to get, I remember getting a call at three o'clock in the morning. Yeah to say, come on, we're heading to uh, your delivery. So I was the junior with the senior and we drove in a Ford Anglia on a January morning, skidded all the way out to um, Ballymont Towers. And the uh, lifts weren't working in the Porrick Pierce Tower. So we had to climb up to the eighth floor and uh, arrive up. And uh, the lady was there to her third baby. 
with her husband and uh, the doctor had forgotten to leave the chart out so we didn't have the details that we needed so the senior lady left me to go off to the doctor three o'clock in the morning to get the chart because she had to have it and I was left peppering in case the woman would you know deliver her baby while my, my senior was gone he was I on my own and um, you know I had had deliveries in the hospital but always with with people I was still a student nurse but anyway she arrived back in time and we had um the baby delivered the baby was delivered was baby boy after two girls and the husband worked for Hales Cakes he was over the moon so he went and he came back with the, he had given us tea and Hales Cakes before that but he arrived back anyway with these little shot glasses and in it uh, he said have that we have to celebrate put Jean oh my god <laughs> that was my introduction so, to put Jean so you had your couple of glasses of put Jean in the, in in, the well no I didn't actually like it so back in the day like people were given alcohol probably to chill them out during delivery. I'd say you were given a shot of something for the pain. Oh yeah, in the ambulance we always had a little bottle of um, little dropper and whiskey to revive in case you had a, you know, a baby that needed reviving. And Oh hang on, you put the whiskey into the baby? Oh that's hilarious. Because we used to get... We used to I never had to, had to do it okay. now but it was in the little maternity bag. I remember putting um, brandy or whiskey on my younger sister's teeth when she was teething. To yeah. numb the gums. Yeah. That was a thing, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Before we had all these pharmaceutical, cuticle... Well, this is it. These were the natural, the unnaturals yeah. again. Yeah. Have you any other funny, I was going to say funny, funny stories, um, <laughs> <laughs> funny birth hold stories? On my way to Dublin, we've had, I've had a couple of deliveries in the ambulance heading to the maternity hospital. And uh, you just get on with it, don't you? You just have to. But one was a breech birth. So that was a bit of a surprise. So do you have to snip it? Do you have to snip a oh, bit, well, bit of episiotomy? Is that what it's called? Where you snip no, a bit thank, of the... thankfully I didn't have to do that. Was a, the baby was about six pounds. So it was, it yeah. was a, okay. It worked. Yeah. Um, I've, I've never had me, um, it's yeah. where the bottom comes first in a breach. Is it? But what you're talking about is episiotomy. That happens sometimes when maybe you have a big baby and the woman, you know the way they'll say push. In the labour ward we had a nurse who say, push Mrs. Push. Come on Mrs. Push. And you push. might start to tear. And then you say stop pushing now. Okay. And if they continue to push, in some cases they tear what's known as the perineum, which is the little... Perineum, yeah, I remember that's now. Do you remember that? My, my, between we used the, to call that the barse, um, the partition between the baz and the arse. That's it. Barse. <laughs> and you have to, rather than tear, you control yeah. the head when it is being born. Okay. But sometimes you have to snip. And you, you tell people to massage that area before delivery, because that's a new thing now. They no. tell you to go and buy almond oil and massage your perineum. No, I, yeah, there was a, a massage, but uh, the the almond oil was uh, a lot of people used to um, use this uh, cocktail to bring on labour. They thought it was like a margarita or something. No, 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 no. It was it was uh, castor oil and oil and tea and they used to make up a cocktail and have it and it was supposed drink to be a drink it yeah oh like a mad curry basically like well would make I've it, never had a mad curry it would give you the runs and evacuate your it would give you the runs That's so the as if there was a lion chasing you so you'd evacuate because yeah. I think most people in delivery evacuate their their back passage anyway um, yeah well you, 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 to make you, room in those days you were given the, the famous suppositories or a little microlaxative not into your ear <laughs> you were given the, those initially if you like when you went yeah. in to clear the you know to yeah. make sure that that didn't happen but yes it can happen so all yeah, yeah so, the, so the back area is clear yeah. so you have room to get stuff out the other hole <laughs> That, I mean, that's what you should have explained to that poor woman on the trolley. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. We it was did, too late for that. Yeah, too, too late. What, what she was, was it? ready to deliver. What was it she said again? It's going to... 
Where's the Where's the baby going to come? And what was the answer? It's going to come exactly the same way as it went in. Brilliant. All right. And on that note, Kate, thank you very much for you, Norma. coming on Berthold. Thank you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Thank you very much, Kate Laney, for that lovely interview. Uh, she's a nutter relative of mine and I definitely got a few genes from her. I have the utmost respect for anyone who works in the making babies, well, delivering babies profession because I just about survived my own deliveries. I, I just think you're amazing people and I know it's a miracle and all that but no I I, I remember getting um, a section with the twins and because they were high risk and I could see a reflection in the light the silver light in the roof of them chopping into my sunroof and I just grabbed Scott and I was like just look into my eyes just talk to me just keep talking to me because I was I, I suppose I might have passed out if I could see them poking around inside me because I couldn't feel it and actually afterwards I think it was the second time around you go into this recovery room after a c-section and they don't let you go back to your baby until you can feel from the waist down until the spinal block is worn off and I remember being so tired with Jodie my youngest after five days of contractions and then an emergency c-section that I pretended I couldn't feel my legs for hours and hours and hours so I wouldn't have to go back to deal with the baby. I was that tired. That's really bad. I left Scott with a screaming, starving child and pretended I couldn't feel my legs in the recovery area. And for those who have pushed one out naturally, just wow, because it is apparently the same as getting a grape through the eye of a needle. So well done to you guys and I hope everything is tightened up and everything's intact. Uh, Good luck. So I was wandering around yesterday looking for pregnant women. I wanted to ask a few of them how they're feeling at the moment with COVID and trying to, you know, deliver a baby during this time. But I was too afraid to approach anyone because twice in life I have asked someone when is the baby due and it wasn't. Okay, so that's the worst thing. I I don't know if there's anything worse you could say to anyone in life. Now, in fairness, one of the women had recently delivered one, so she wasn't so bad. But the other one, no, no children, just just a tummy. So I decided just to play it safe, I'd go into the National Maternity Hospital in Dublin. So I headed in there this morning um, to stalk a few women who definitely looked pregnant because I didn't want to risk it. And there was a few men there too, to be honest. Very excited men. So um, here are the little chats I had in uh, Hollis Street 
um, which actually, if you click on predictive texting for the name of Hollis Street, it comes up as Holes Street. Um, I don't know if there's something in that. Hi, I'm here outside the National Maternity Hospital where I had my own three children and I've just met Jodie and she's due to have her baby in a couple of days or weeks. How are you feeling, Jodie? Uh, good, nervous. Is this your last appointment probably? Or? Uh, no, I'll have one every week now for the next three weeks. Okay, and are you hoping, to, is it your first? It is my first, yeah. Okay, so you, you don't mind what way it comes out once it comes out some way? No. Okay. Once it comes out. You're not one of these people with loads of expectations no, of no plans. Okay. It is what it is. And is this your partner? It is. Yeah. Right. And are, are you going to sit in? Do you think? Or are you allowed to sit in anymore? Uh, hopefully, I'm allowed to sit in. I heard you're only allowed in for a couple of minutes, right on the minute when the baby's being born. But hopefully, I'll be allowed in for. And are you squeamish? No, I'm not squeamish. No. Right. Well, my my own fellow went. My own husband went very pale. They nearly removed him, but uh, but he's naturally pale anyway. But you're up for it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm well up for being in there as a part. Okay, well, thank you so much for taking my questions. Best of luck. Thank you. I'm outside the National Maternity Hospital and I've met a gentleman heading in with a, with a rocket hot. Um, have you just, um, as congratulations in order? It is indeed, yeah. Baby was born on Saturday at a minute to one. Wow, and were you allowed to sit in with COVID? I was, because um, when we were admitted, we were admitted straight to the delivery ward. So there was no, no need to go to one of the other wards beforehand, which meant I could go in and stay in for the whole process. Wow, and did you, were you squeamish or did you...? Not, not really. Um, I probably strategically positioned myself yeah. away from the, uh, the business end of the proceedings. Was it your first? Or? It was first, oh yeah. Oh my God, congratulations. And, and was it natural or did it come natural. out the sunroof? No, natural. natural. Yeah. That's, oh my God, I never managed that. That's, that's awful. All, all went well. And, um, did it nearly come on, on the way to the hospital? No, no, we, we, we timed it well. So, so. No, no alarms and no surprises? No, just thankfully, all time, well, time, time. Congratulations. Thank and and um, you're not going to go again anytime soon? No, we won't be in a hurry to, but no, wouldn't rule it out. Great. And are you going to call the child Corona or COVID? No, she, she has been named but uh, we'll, stay, we'll stay away from those Alright, thank you very much Ah, uh, God love us a load of first time daddies they have no idea that their lives are over um, anyway so thank you for listening to today's podcast if you enjoyed it, tell your friends if you didn't, shut your hole and uh, do please share like, subscribe, follow and um, yeah, do a screen grab and share it with people or whatever you have to do because uh, that all helps me. Thank you very, very much. And next week I'll be doing Hole in the Head because I actually found um, there are a couple of people who've got a hole in their head. So it's great. So uh, till next week. Thank you. Bye bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.